Hey guys, this is Keith. Here to talk to you about Lavender Lions Bath and Body. Check them out at 3446 South Main Street, Salt Lake City. Uh, they have the Phoenix Collection and also Lavender Lions Bath and Body. Mention Big Things by Nine and spend you know $75 in the store. You get 25% discount. You're not getting that anywhere. And um, and also, if you spend $75 online, you get, you get free shipping. Some of the products they have are uh, beard wax, beard oil, Santa bath bombs, lip glass, shower gel. You need a gift for your mom, your girlfriend, check out Lavender Lines Bath and Body. Hey guys, this is Keith. I'm the One Recovery Radio Network. This is the Big Things by Nine podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Here today with my friend Tim. How are you, Tim? Good. It's good to see you, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's, it's good. How are you doing? Good, man. How's your new year? It was uneventful, which is good. Yeah. That's always good when you're sober, you know? Uneventful, boring, yeah, that's what I shoot for now with everything. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never I've never been a big New Year's Eve guy. It's just another day, really. For, for me, back in the day, it was an excuse to get fucked up. Drink champagne and just, yeah. you know, it was like the one night the girlfriend wouldn't get mad at me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. could, I could really cut loose, but any other night I'm screwed. But, but yeah. yeah. And, and back home, it was always like... New Year's was a big deal back in New Orleans because they have uh, the Sugar Bowl, which is always one of the biggest bowl games, and you have oh. everybody come in town for it. And, yeah. you know, Mexican girlfriend's family, they used to, you know, they'd run a balcony on Bourbon Street for like four or five straight days. Oh, and, that would be fun. Yeah, and we would just drink and, you know, eat, eat raw oysters. Yeah, and, I want to New, I wanna go to New Orleans. You should take me to New Orleans Yeah, sometimes. dude, I should. The food's incredible. Yeah, you should cook mm-hmm. some of that. I will. I'm, I'm good at, uh, I can do jambalaya good. My brother, my mom and my brother do a good gumbo, but I don't... Just, I'm not a big shellfish. You know, it's kind of... They're like bugs of the ocean to me. That's why they remind me of bugs, like you're eating bugs. The, I think the, the one, out of all the shellfish, the one that really just sucks up everything is mussels. Oh, yeah. Did you... Oh, I didn't tell you that. So, yeah, they just, they absorb all the fish poo. Listen well, to this. Like, they're bottom feeders, right? Yeah. Isn't that the thing? They like just you, suck everything in, dude. You don't want to be, you don't want to eat the bottom feeders. Yeah. Like and a fish. is that why the, who, what religion doesn't, oh, Jew. Jewish people can't eat yeah. uh, shellfish, right? Is that? I don't know, but I know. Oh, my gosh. I, I know I when feel it, so dumb. Like, I feel like I used to know a lot. I used to also, but you get burned away with with the drugs. But I think ever since I got COVID, I swear, I swear, I've got the brain fog. You think? Yeah, I really, I can't think straight, man. Like, I, I, things in my head, like Mm -hmm. I can't say. And here I am. This is a good example. Like I can't express what goes on in my head. Mm -hmm. Something happened to where, like, my thoughts, I can't put them in order, and and it's called. I think I've heard it called brain fog. Yeah, I've heard that. You know, whatever. I've got to deal with it and do the best I can with it. I mean, I think straight, but I can't express. I can't yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get that. A lot of people get that. But I want to tell you, so with the muscles, they did this in Seattle. I think it was about two or three years ago. They were doing tests on, you know, different kinds of shellfish, just doing a bunch of different kinds of tests yeah. so they could, with, with Puget Sound. Oh, you know, that was going that's so beautiful. And so the oysters, actually, there was, an, there was I think it was like a, Point zero something, uh-huh. but there was a trace of of uh, opiates in the serious? in the shellfish. From so, where? I guess you're in Seattle when you're down uh-huh. there by the wharf, you know. But oh my gosh, well, have you heard about microplastics? Do you know what that is? Have you heard of that? No, what is that? I mean, you got to think about what we're eating. God, it's just like it. I don't know. It I, scares me, I, man. I, think I, about how the new generation is and how. 
I've read some really fucked up things lately on scary on farming and you know what goes into it and how it's it's really it's a bidding war you know well just like think about how many things are made out of plastic and what is plastic it's like a petroleum right I think a lot of the I don't know that's a good question yeah I think a good portion of the oil production that we uh, get goes to plastics yeah that would make sense you know and then we we ship it right back out in the ocean. Like well, you, it is. It's a. Um, it doesn't dissolve. You know, you put it. Says, no, you throw a bottle out there. Is. It's going to be there forever. It turns into microplastics. Yeah. But it won't dissolve. And though. it's in the ocean. Yeah, like, break it down, a, but it won't dissolve. A large percent of the ocean is just microplastics now. Contaminating fish, contaminating. Yeah. You know, it's just tragic what we've done to this planet. Yeah, it, and it's all been in the last. It's better now, but. But you go back to the Industrial Revolution or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they just... Oh, yeah. I remember, they fucked everything up. No, I remember my great-grandma was telling me how bad it used to be to wear... Oh, yeah. Even in Salt Lake City, they would go out... They couldn't even see across the street. It was so bad when they were burning... I guess coal was the big yeah. thing. So, Salt Lake City, though, it's unique. It's different, you know, because we're, since we're surrounded by mountains. Oh, yeah. So the, the smallest little gets bit trapped. gets trapped. Like, yeah. you go to New Orleans where there's, you know, factories... Yeah. It's the port, everything, but there's no mountain surrounding it. So the yeah. air, all you need is a breeze off the off the ocean and it wipes it all out, yeah. you know? So it's weird that Salt Lake, we probably have the the cleanest guidelines of probably yeah. any other city because we have to. Yeah, well, they're saying that there's an iceberg the size of, I can't remember, I think it was Texas or Florida. Delaware. on the Antarctic. Uh-huh. It's about to break off. So, like, it's like a quarter of Antarctica. That much? Yeah. Why aren't I hearing about that? Why aren't they talking about it? Because you're not listening to the right sources, I guess. But well, mainstream yeah. media ain't talking no, about it's, it. Yeah, it's like close to Antarctica. There's a giant chunk of it that's gonna fall off here soon. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. It's scary. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you do with that stuff? What do you do with all that information? And uh, like, I hold hope in the planet itself. I think the humans, like, I, don't get me wrong, like, I love the humans, and I think mm-hmm. they've done a lot of good, and it's really inspiring to see all the innovations mm-hmm. that they've done, but really, I think that they've done themselves a disservice, and one of the big yeah. problems, I think, is the the combustion engine. I think it was a disaster, and a lot of people will think I'm crazy to say that, but really, I think we were better off way better off before the industrial revolution and before the combustion engine Mm -hmm. i mean it's a pretty radical stance but i think for the survival and for mental health and feeling connected to the planet feeling connected to the source of everything i think it was a tragic tragic occurrence that it just think about how much changed since that happened what years that was right after world war ii right well it was i think around the late uh, 19th century so it was like 1880 1890 the beginning when the combustion of the, engine, close to the beginning yeah, yeah. Okay. yep 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 yeah. um yeah i mean i know we got into a battle with the you know the soviet union and we're trying i mean we were the cold war we were in a battle against so many different things it wasn't just us war and one it was it was economics it was industry i mean it was everything you know yeah. and and that's kind of how you know we are with china right now yeah well, you know? think about living your life 
and never experiencing, never looking up at the stars, never seeing the the, the night sky with the stars. Is that that's what it's like over there? Never yes. experiencing like a mountain, never experiencing hiking on a mountain and seeing that beauty. And you yeah, just live and die in a city like a big city like Chicago. They're all York. big cities too. And just how dismal that is. Like, that's not how humans were meant to be. We were meant in to towers be... towers on top of each other, no, you know? No, like, humans are meant to be active mm-hmm. and growing their own food. You know how much work yeah. that takes to yep. to be survival, to, like, you know... We've gotten everything that we've gotten too easy in some respect, right? Like, and I think that's a big why people, like, why things are the way they are. Shooting each other and killing each other yeah. and... All the violence and hatred and anger, I think it has a lot to do with being disconnected yep. from the from truth, like from I what agree. we are. We're floating on a rock through space. Yeah. It's amazing. And people... And we're disconnected from it. Yeah. And people don't know because everybody, they're, they're putting these, these big cities, they stack them on top of each other, they control the narrative, all the information that these people hear. Like, you're in China, you can't just... Yeah. Check the score of the Rose Bowl. You know, you can't do yeah. that there, you know. Well, think about what all that is, though. What is it? It's just noise and heads. Mm-hmm. All yep. that information that we call information, it's just noise and head. Yeah, noise it's and It's just a noise in your head. And it's ones and zeros. I look at all these kids taking pictures and making videos. Mm-hmm. Think of what's that going to be when it, the power goes out. That stuff isn't real. Like, there's no reality. It's no truth. There's nothing real, tangible to that. They, you know what they all said? those TikTok videos that people are wasting their time making. God, what is that? Like, what are they doing? So, it's it's. I call it a popularity contest. People get on there. They they have vid- they they put videos and they establish a channel because people like their video and they want more of it. Yeah. And so, the only guy that they're ever watching there's this dude from I think he's like back, back from Alabama, and he he can jump in any rap song and sing it like a country person but rap it at the same time yeah. and change the words up <laughs> yeah but I'm thinking about just imagine um, let's say whatever you let's say 500 years mm-hmm. from now mm-hmm. let's say let's say 10,000 years from now mm-hmm. right and there are people that are around if we're still around are going to look back at what we were doing and they're not going to have any of that like they're you be paying our debts. How are too. you gonna? No one's gonna watch. They're not in ten thousand years, and they're not gonna be sitting there watching your your TikTok videos. Dude, think back to twenty you years ago. You accomplished nothing. Twenty years ago, you we wouldn't sat have. there and you masturbated to a fucking camera your whole life. Yeah, I think though, with that, everything has changed in the past 20, 25 years. You know, because back in the nineties, like I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't get a cell phone. I went to college in two thousand. You know, right? Um, and so. You think back to the days where there was no cell phone, dude, I, I really appreciate life a lot more yeah. and had a better understanding where, you know, not having a cell phone, you know, yeah. it, it was just like one of those things. Well, we, have you we, ever we, interacted with some of these new generations, these younger kids that grew up having total access to the internet and how different they are? Like their humor is really different. Really? It's really bizarre. It's like... Um, They've got a whole kind of different sense of humor where just think about the the the, the information that's been coming at them. Bam, 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 information, 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 information. Mm-hmm. And so they're really smart. Like these new kids are super, super intelligent in in a certain way. But they're socially they're socially not you know what do you understand what I'm saying? They're different. It's different. <laughs> you know, it's and- really different. Because like 
from, from the time they're born well, up until yeah um Well, I mean, when kids go to school, they're able to interact with each other. But sometimes they get just, like some kids, they spend most of their time, I think, I don't know, like interacting with the screen, right? And mm-hmm. so you have a difficult... <laughs> Look at her now. You have a difficult time uh, understanding yes. s- facial cues and how to interact with people. Oh, yeah. How to communicate. You know, you don't get that from uh, watching TikTok videos, right? I, I mean, like... Or YouTube videos. No, it's just... It's changed everything, you know? Like, I just remember from back in the day, like, having a... My dad had the briefcase cell phone, like, right when they came yeah, out. Yeah, I remember that. And, you know, he was always, you know, traveling, uh, you know... It was a big deal. And, yeah, they were big. And so... But it was so expensive um, per minute. So if he would have a call oh, come in, right. he would stop and use the payphone still, because they were still using payphones then. Like three dollars a minute. Um, yeah, and that, that's and that's how they used to fight the war on drugs here before cell phones and all that. They would yeah. they would keep a look at it payphones. Right, and that's what they do. They somebody makes a call. Oh, I remember that. I remember paging. Yeah, and having to go. Well, you would go to a payphone, you would page, and you would wait for them to call yes. you back yep. at that page yep. at that their beeper. Yeah, yeah, and then. There was no calling. Where are you there? Where are you at? Where are you coming? You would have to go to a spot and wait. That, that's how. And there was no calling. Yep, yep, yep. That's how what that would do. Uh, the pager, he'd come through. He didn't even know who it was, you know, but right. he stops and, you know. Well, sometimes they'd give you a code, like, you're cold. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're 125. And so you'd. I'd buy a beeper. I'd buy a beeper right now, dude, if they had him out there. How long have you been sober now? Three, three years, three months. Three years? Three, four yeah, months. I kind of stopped, like. Thinking about the time this this one around, I'm like a 500 days I think now. I'm like Are almost you? 18 months this time. 18, um, wow. Which is good. I mean, like it's not have, the longest I've been sober. Do you have sober time? I'm really, um, yeah. What is? Uh, I'll tell I've got you. a clock. It's called the sobriety clock. I don't even have it on here. Um, yeah, check that one. Um, so I've been sober 523 days today. Congratulations, that's awesome. Yeah, but that's a big that's a big step. But I've know? been doing this since fucking '98, man. Yeah, you've been trying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're doing it now. So though. I think about like the collective time, like the totality. How much time mm-hmm. have I got in the last 28 years? I've been sober probably, mm-hmm. um, you know, 18 years of the last 27 years. So that's you know that's good. Like. I had to put aside that, like, you win, like, you're above. Mm-hmm. When I was first sober in AA and go to AA, there was almost like a sobriety hierarchy. And I think sponsorship mm-hmm. and all that, it kind of puts this unspoken sort of hierarchy in the sobriety community. And I, I had to get away from that. I had to get away from the 12 steps, too. Like, I was convinced yeah, I that don't... I couldn't stay sober without the 12 steps. Really? And it's almost like I was a self-defeating prophecy. I'll go to a meeting every once in a while, but like those steps are, they're there for people that need them. You know, yeah. I don't. Well, they'll tell you that you can't stay sober yeah. without yeah. it, and that's that's the old angry guy by the coffee pot telling you telling like you how bad. it is. That's, I, don't think I hate them, dude. It's I, not good. I won't. There's certain places I won't go to a meeting because they got those dirty old men. Yeah. Well, back when we used to drink, this right. is how we used to do yeah. it, which you is know? good for them. It gives them a sense but of they look down at like somebody mentions in an AA meeting they that they. They're there because they used to do heroin. Yeah. Well, you know, this is for alcoholics yeah. only, you know? Yeah. Come on, man. It's all the same thing, you know? Um, yeah. Speaking of real quick, my so my mother, she has her Al-Anon group back home in Louisiana, but um, she lives on the North Shore, which is about 40 minutes from downtown New Orleans, and they just got a Naranon chapter. Oh, okay. And she's really excited What's about that? it. What's that? It's like uh, 
what's that? Adis, N-A? NAR. Oh, it's Narcotics like Anonymous? Al-Anon for N-A. And you know what Al-Anon oh, is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, my mother doing Al-Anon, that really, you know, that yeah. saved her. That's probably saved my life because she wasn't yeah. enabling me anymore. They just took a step back. Right. And she said, I can't control what he does. I can't control uh-huh. if he lives or dies, so I'll accept it for what it is, you yeah. know. And that's kind of what Al-Anon does and what Naranon now, you know, yeah. which is... It's so weird, you know, like... <clears throat> What is sobriety like? Is because you smoke, you get nicotine, you get caffeine, but you mm-hmm. can't do these other. So like, it, it it's how functional your life is. I've known people that smoke marijuana, and that's fine for them, but I don't. I wouldn't risk it for me. My yeah. ex partner, um, Marcy, man, she yeah. was sober a long time and started smoking weed, and then she died of a fentanyl overdose. How long did it take her from when she when she? I don't know. You know, I wasn't. Uh, we were on the outs. Yeah. When that happened, and then um, I don't think it was long. I think it was because I knew that she was sober. Like it probably was four or five months after she started smoking weed that she was dead. And she OD'd on fentanyl. Fuck, man. How do how do people have a conscience and do that? You know, like because they're instead of what they're. I get it. I yeah. Well, yeah. Because they gotta sell. They gotta sell their dope. So what they do is they're putting fentanyl oh, in there because yeah. it packs. Oh a, no, they don't care. It packs a bigger punch, and they get well, it for, yeah. for cheap. It all come, China manufactures the shit, dude. Because one pound will go a thousand times yeah. further than a pound of whatever of the other. Stuff. And the Mexicans buy it from China, right? China's where it's all manufactured. Man, that's crazy. Just and China don't care started. because guess what? There was a remember the opiate wars. Yeah. When the Hong that's what Hong Kong was about was heroin. Believe it or yeah. not. Yeah. Yep. That Vietnam, that whole region, you know, right. Thailand. Like, God, was it Vietnam you think yeah. about hair? It was like over control. But like opiates are a big deal. Like a pharmaceutical companies, they use opiates for way more than just oh yeah, Oxycontin. They use, that opiate goes, they use opiate for a lot of things. Oh, back to Vietnam real quick. My, a good friend of mine, he's still alive. He was in the Vietnam War. He was a sniper. And he actually got kicked out because when he got to Vietnam, he met some locals, you know, and he was right there by the border with Laos, and he found a heroin hookup, so he started buying heroin in bulk and selling it really? to, to all the Marines that he was with. Um, and he got kicked out, he got caught. Huh. Yeah, 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 that's, that's I'm sure that's a but big deal. they don't, sh- go to like Afghanistan, they don't shoot it up, dude, because you don't need to shoot it up there. Oh, like, you right. can get a chunk of it and, and Put it in your mouth like it's like you're chewing tobacco, oh, dude, really? and you let it sit there. A buddy of mine, who was in the military, he did he did something. He was guarding his post yeah. that, for the night. He had he had eight hours on, uh-huh. and he put some in his mouth. Woke up four hours later, dude, just drooled wow. all over himself. Well, he, you know what's weird is you know how we pulled out of Afghanistan and the yeah. Taliban came in. Yeah. Well, I seen a um, a news story where the Taliban was going in, and all these Afghani's were living under the bridge, addicted to heroin. Mm-hmm. They went in, and my first thought is, oh, my God, they're going to kill them all. Mm-hmm. But what they did is they were really kind. They were like, they went in, and they, like, got all these guys out of the bridge, and they were really, they weren't mean at all from what I see, but that was just one footage. Yeah. But they were, like, taking these guys and cleaning them up and detoxing them in a center in Give them a job in government or that's something. That's what the Taliban know? was oh, yeah. doing. Like, I was thinking, oh, my God, Heroin was so their main crazy. trade, too. Like, I think of the Taliban, and I think... You know, maybe it's not bad. Like, maybe to the Taliban are going to do okay now. I don't know. I don't, you know, with the Taliban, it's one of those things. I don't listen. I don't 
the information I get on them is not mainstream media because mainstream right. media makes them sound like, oh, they'll, they'll kill you, they're, they're the devil, and yeah. you know. And but you wonder about these people. Like, I always like having an opinion from both sides, or just you know, like the Taliban. We believe what we believe in them because of what we've been taught to believe. Yeah. Like. I've never thought about, wow, I'd love to sit down with one and actually hear uh-huh. the true story because sure. every story's got two sides, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what mainstream media does. They they, they, they get you on one side yeah. and they, and they want to keep you there and they use fear to keep I you know, there. Right? You know, it sucks. It's sick. Yeah, it's, it is. It's really it's fucking just, sick, it's dude. It's weird. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah, but, you know, there's, there's good people everywhere and then there's dirtbags everywhere, right. you know? I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, you got to keep it within your own... I got to take a break from news. Like I really, I watch it too much. I watch it in the morning and it's so alarming to me to think that all the news that I've been watching, that I've been being misled all this time. Like it's just not, I don't like it, you know? Shout out to Breaking Points, uh, Crystal and and Sagar. Breaking Points, they're on YouTube. They're awesome. Like if you're looking for a place to get, you know, your news unfiltered, I mean, it's not perfect, but... It's it's a nice alternative to your Foxes and your CNNs. Yeah. You know, Do you ever watch Democracy Now? That's the old lady, huh? I love that. Yeah. Democracy I've never watched good. it. I used I, to watch that a lot. I've I seen like the old lady. But I, you know, I mean, I, I watch MSNBC. Mm. I watch some CNN. I watch mostly the Young Turks now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of I just get my news from YouTube and I just scan through to a story that yeah, I'm interested that's, that's, in. Yep. But the only thing I've been getting lately is like Trump is a monster, and that's like I don't think he's I don't like a, hear about it, I don't yeah. think he's a super villain. Yeah, you know, like every story I hear is about Trump, and they they want to make him into like Magneto, but they're him. not addressing the underlying reason for him. People were fed up, and they were looking for something, mm-hmm. right? So he's just a symptom of an underlying illness in the country. Yeah. You know, because I, I don't, I don't believe that all the people that support him, they want you to think that these people, for the most part, I, I, don't, I don't think it's as black and white as that. Yeah. But they really want us divided. For some reason, like oh yeah, like I can't stand that Marjorie Taylor Greene, but for some reason she believes that she's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just it's scary to me that. We can be so divided. But think about it this way, though. The country is also how much we've been through. If you look back in history, there are always all these weird factions yeah. in America that we've pulled through. We'll get through this. But oh, yeah. when, it, when it comes to Trump, though, it's like there's one way to get rid of Trump is to ignore him. Don't talk yeah. about him. Because the know, more people can't. talk, he loves it, dude. Yeah. That, like He has a field day with, with the mainstream media, you know? Oh, it's, it's like... They're obsessed with. They're him. obsessed with him, and until they can let him go, you know that's not going to change. You know, and that's so weird. They're obsessed with him. Every story is about Trump. Like you don't hear about anything else. I'm sick of hearing about it. You know, so it's just, he, you know, then he he doesn't. He's not talking about the big lie like he was before because I think some people. Well, for, actually, what I heard, some people put him aside and be like, "Listen, you don't stand a shot." In 24, if you keep on talking about the big lie, it's over, it's done with, you got to move forward. Maybe. You know, and it seems to me like he's still pushing it. Yeah, though. not not like he was though, not like he was. But I now it's know. like even his his own listeners, they won't you know they won't complain about it. But it's like I'm fucking sick of it. You know, I don't want to. Well, hear it's it. a new year. Yeah, it's a new it year, and it I is. think it's time for me to take a new direction, man. And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna. 
I'm going to make a vow to get away from news and not let it affect me as much. I got to hook you up with these girls who I know from downtown um, from when I lived down there. Um, they're out there usually on Friday afternoons from like 2 to 5, and they do locally they do a socialism newspaper. Okay. And so they used to do it. They kind of do it towards Galvin Center near where I used to live, and I would see them all the time, and I'd go talk to them, and they'd give me a newspaper every week. Well, people get yeah. confused between democratic socialism and socialism. It's yeah. different. Yep. But people don't want to – they don't want to – take the time to learn what the difference is. Yeah. You just want an enemy. Like, and the socialism right has is not, the enemy, socialism, communism. Yeah. The left has the enemy. Fascism, right? You, know. you know? Yeah. You're always going to have those people, though. Always. Yeah. You know? And it's just... But I just don't think it suits my... No. You know, I It think doesn't do us any good. It's a waste of time. Well, I think it's good to be aware and to be... But, um... Maybe it's time for me... To take a break, I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get back in more into my practice. I'm just gonna like commit to. I'm just gonna commit to my practice again, man. Yeah. I think it's a good year to do that, right? Like, and I'm, I, for, I didn't get a chance to throw this in earlier when you were talking about how, you know, whatever the past twenty years you've been do, dealing with this shit, you know. But it's like you got to look at it now, like you got five hundred something days. And you got to look at what's working. You're in school. You're learning to do something that's really cool, really interesting, you know? Yeah. And it's so, it, it's like you're doing something with your life, you know? Yeah. And like for me, it was starting a podcast, doing all this stuff, you know? And that's what, that's part of my sobriety, yeah. you know? And so everybody's, everybody's different. Everybody's got to find out what, yeah. what works for them, you know? Yeah, I think giving yourself, giving myself permission to have a fresh start is really important. It's very important, you know? I've got it, but it's hard because my old self, there's a wake and it keeps wanting to drag me back. Even though I like, I want to reinvent myself. I think like the old mindset and the old thoughts still want to just keep me in the way I was. Yeah. And you got to stand up, you know, you got to stand up against it, you know? Um, Cause I, I mean, I don't even know what that means really like how I was, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it's, it's good to think about. Hey guys, uh, just want to give a shout out to uh, Lavender, uh, Lavender Lines Bath and Body. Cindy's over there. Uh, check in the description. Um, they're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. Lavender Lines Bath and Body. Check Cindy out. Um, if you if you order seventy five dollars or more online, um, you get free shipping. So check her out. And then um, shout out today, uh, Smokers Guru. Uh, good products over there. They know what they're talking about. Um, you know because. I know right now e-juice is insane how much it's gone up just in the past few years, you know, so, uh, you know, spend some money, they'll take care of you. But, uh, so, Tim. Yeah. Uh, Buddhism. I don't know anything about it. Um, give me oh. Buddhism 101. <laughs> oh, yeah, for me? I mean, I... <laughs> how do you, yeah, I, I just don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah, we were talking about it. Um, oh, this video is cool. Um... <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, I don't what's know. What's the basis? Like, like, what, what, what is it? Like, I don't... So, I mean, there's different schools of Buddhism, right? Like, mm -hmm. so, it started initially in India, right? I think most people know that. From where? Oh, India, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it was uh, Siddhartha Gautama, who we know as the Buddha. Okay. And a lot of people know his story, but he spent a lot of years trying to understand the human mind. Mm -hmm. 
and he made a breakthrough where he was able to what they call Buddha basically just means awake to be awake to oh, that's the present that. moment is all that is right and so but I mean I can give you the breakdown though so like Buddhism all Buddhisms have like the four noble truths mm-hmm. and so the first truth is basically that there is suffering so there's suffering in the world, right? Like, so yeah. even when you think things are great, there's always like a feeling that things are not exactly, mm-hmm. you're always afraid of that you'll lose something. Like if okay. you have everything that you think you want, there's still the fear that you're going to lose it or you don't have exactly everything you want. So there's always like an aversion. You don't want something or you want something. So they call it clinging, clinging or aversion. So that's the mm-hmm. suffering. Everybody deals with this aversion or clinging or, or craving and so that's what they refer to as the suffering right and so okay. the second truth is that um, craving or aversion causes the suffering basically so one and two there is suffering two craving or aversion causes the suffering three is there's a way out Mm-hmm. You don't have to live in this way, basically, is three is you can get out of this. And four is if you want to be awake, if you want to be a Buddha, if you don't want to suffer anymore, do these things. It's called, it's called the Eightfold Noble Path. Okay. And the Eightfold Noble Path is basically right view. So, but they don't, like, right is one thing, but it's more like... Um, See, the words are tricky. Like, you don't want... They'll say right. So, but it's like right view, right action, right meditation, right conduct, Mm -hmm. right livelihood, right speech, right mindfulness, right effort. So, like, when they say right effort, effort refers to when you catch yourself going into something, you put the effort in to correct yourself. So, right mindfulness would be... A right understanding would be understanding that everything is temporary, that everything has a causal effect... There's also like uh, interdependent, like, so everything is related. So if you, um, God, so it's, there's a lot to it, man. Like, so one of the biggest problems people have is that they feel disconnected. They don't have a, like, I yeah. do this too. Like, I have this feeling like I'm not a part of things, mm-hmm. right? So I start to feel this fear of, of being an isolated unit. And that's a delusion. Mm-hmm. Right, because the the self that we create in our minds it's just an illusion. Like it's just our ego creating this this story of who we think we are, of who we want to present ourselves as. So what you do in meditation is you study your mind and you kinda step outside of that. And when you're able to step outside of that and be present, they call that basically being awake. Okay. And that's being a Buddha. Right? Okay. So you, it can be blissful, or it can be sometimes practicing is an, is just hard, it's hard work. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all it's not all just blissed out walking around blissful. Like that's not really the point of it. It's just to to understand the reality of the way things are. And when you mm-hmm. when you kind of detach yourself from all that stuff, you get you. There's a peace that comes with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you understand that nothing is permanent, everything is, is temporary and everything, thoughts, they rise up and they 
they fade away, okay. right? So anything sort of construction that I have in my mind is just my mind. It's just like thoughts and stories and memories and whatever. But if you sit down and you watch that stuff and you go to underlying, so there's like the top level stuff where it's noise and it's thoughts and it's memories and mm-hmm. it's it's what am I going to do for lunch and what did I do here and if I would have went here and all these noises okay. and, yep. and stuff like that. And that's just like... That's just the mind doing its work like mm-hmm. the heart does its work, like the blood vessels do its work. But I think in meditation, what you have the opportunity to do is just sit back and watch that stuff. And you get a chance to understand how your mind works, right? So when you catch, when I catch myself walking down the street and I'll see someone and it may, and so I'll watch, my mind will be like, oh, this motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can catch myself and I can just say, oh, there's my head I don't have to attach to it right so Mm -hmm. that's one of the cool gifts that you get when you start to do this start to study and sit down is you can play in it they call it Mm -hmm. participating in the sorrows of the world is what they call it so you basically you you participate in things but you're able to kind of see the truth right like you're able to see a bigger picture okay so does that make sense yeah I don't want to put out a misleading no that's no that's good misleading picture of what that's just my own discoveries and, and what I've kind of checked out over the years. I was going to ask you, you were talking about how, what, you know, they do it over in India, obviously, but what's the other country? It's a small one that they do it in. Uh, oh, no, oh Nepal. Nepal. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, it started there and it spread. It went to China and Japan mm-hmm. and everywhere kind of put its own spin on it. But it's got that same basic foundation, which is the Four Noble Truths mm-hmm. and the Eightfold Path. But that's Buddhism. Yeah. That's like, and basically it's just a, it's a philosophy. It's not a religion. Buddha okay. isn't a god. Yeah. Like you don't worship Buddha. So the, there's something that is also common. It's called taking refuge. Uh-huh. So there's the three jewels, uh-huh. right? And that's Buddha, Sangha, and Dharma. So okay. when you take refuge in the three jewels, you take refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha. Okay. So Buddha is basically my own ability to become enlightened. Okay. My own ability to become more than myself, to okay. be a part of things. Whatever Buddha means. Like it just means it's is it different with everybody? I mean Well, yeah, I mean everybody's experience is their own experience. Yeah. And then so Buddha Dharma Dharma basically means the teaching. Mm-hmm. The for a path and the eight. all yep. that teaching is the dharma yep. the knowledge the wisdom that's handed down through the sangha which is basically humanity or you can be a small group of people that you study with your sangha is like the people that you go to meditate with or you know sangha are just your like your fellow practitioners mm-hmm. but you can look at sangha as people you're in treatment with or people that you go to groups with or people that you go to work with this also could be your sangha because you're learning from these people there's no way to learn the lessons that we learn in life without people that we interact with whether they make us angry or they make us sad or whatever they do they're part of our own sort of experience and and ability to use what we have to to Mm -hmm. uh become enlightened that's cool that's cool see i didn't know any of that yeah, you know, I've seen it like you know in the movies, you know, like Ben Stiller who'll go yeah. be a Buddha, and but I've never really yeah. looked into it. I mean, a lot of this like religions and all that stuff, it it, it fascinates me, you know, because it's all different. But 
but Buddhism, it's a, wait, would you say it is? It's not a religion, it's um, It's a philosophy. A philosophy. It's yeah, kind philosophy. of just a way of functioning in the world. Because um, you look at right speech. So one of the eightfold path, if you want to get out of this uh, suffering, mm-hmm. which is uh, craving and aversion, you want to you want to practice right speech as the best you can. And that's a complicated thing because right speech is basically not saying anything that's going to cause harm okay and intention is a big part of all that so like what is your intention what's my intention gossip is a big thing like it's really it's like um it just hurts yourself so like the karma of me not practicing right speech is if i talk shit about somebody behind their back Mm -hmm. think about what that puts out there Mm -hmm. like now even just at the minimum my thoughts of who i am as a person that Mm -hmm. does that that creates suffering and it creates suffering in you because you probably wonder, is he talking shit about me? If he's talking shit about Joe, is he talking shit about me when I'm not around? Dude's just talking shit on people. Yep. Right? What does that create? That creates that creates tension. Just bad negativity. Tension. So you just you try your best not to do that. Mm-hmm. Try your best just to be useful too, like uh, mindless just conversations. They say sometimes that's wasteful, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of it is just your intention. Uh, right livelihood, so you don't want to work anywhere that's going to create harm. Like, it probably, and a lot of it is what you're comfortable with too. Like, working in a meat processing factory where you kill cows—that's probably yeah. not going to make you feel too good. <laughs> no. or if you work somewhere in a that sells, like, if you sell drugs or something, tobacco right? store. You like, know? what like, sort of effect does that have on the people it's like around a smoke, you? Like a smoke shop. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on what you're comfortable with, right? Like, mm-hmm. how much harm is that causing? Mm-hmm. You know, how much harm is it causing yourself? How much harm is it causing the the, the community that you're in? Mm-hmm. Right, so you want to try to be in a position where you create as little harm as possible. Okay. And it, mostly have the intention of not creating harm. Like, uh, you know, I think if, if religions kind of studied this stuff, I think it would be good, man. Because, like, I listen to a lot of religions and... I don't get every yeah, as much as I got out of studying this stuff because it's more of a practical sort of way to live, you know, like right conduct. How they say sexual conduct, like the right sexual conduct, but it's basically it's just like you don't lie to someone to get your own sexual pleasure, right? You don't use somebody. You're just honest with people, like you don't use people, you hurt people, and that's right conduct. The youths are up by a touchdown over Ohio State. I could care less, man. <laughs> I know, guy. not even the youths. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a football um, guy. So, but yeah. so how how old is Buddhism? Wouldn't it one of the first like? I thought it's been around like longer than pretty much well, everything else, haven't they? I think it's been around for a long time, but mm-hmm. um, the story of the Buddha has been around. The guy Siddhartha Gautama. It's about 2,500 years now. Mm-hmm. That supposedly. You know, but it's point. It's it's not really. It doesn't really matter whether that guy is real or not. It's the fact that we've got these, this thing now that kind of points in a good way to live, right? Mm-hmm. But I think he was a real person, you know. And it spread from like northern India up into Nepal mm-hmm. and Tibet, and then over into China. It's that whole border region. Yeah, northeast side of India. But for me, it's just a. It's just a practice, man. It's just a. It's part of my sobriety. It's a good way to practice, like. If you follow the eightfold path, you're gonna have a good life, man. Like I think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes <laughs> you sense, know? you know. It makes perfect sense. 
Um, so yeah, so I had one more thing I wanted to talk to you about. Were you are you good on the Buddha stuff? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know anything about it, so I appreciate that. You know, Buddhism one hundred and one. You know, so uh, but I wanted to talk about. We mentioned this before about you know the holidays and you know there's a lot of people that are suffering during the holidays. It's what it's eighteen degrees outside right now. You know, like you think back to all the days you're you're using days. You know, oh, yeah. when when it was this damn cold outside. You know, and we're out running around doing what we do. You know. Um, but, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that are suffering this year and, you know, um, I know there's a couple of you guys that listen to this when you can and I appreciate that. But, um, but yeah, it's right about, about oh, three, really? 300, 300 followers on there. It's, oh, it's, really? Yeah. It's our biggest platform. Huh. Um, how do you find that? What's your handle? It's, it's, uh, things underscore nine. Oh, things underscore nine. Yeah. Okay. And it's, um. That's we post all of our podcasts there. Any information, any announcements. Um, Is it letter nine or word? No, it's here. I'll see. It's it's just big things nine. Okay. Found yeah. It. It's got the twenty two on the top. I'm following you now. So anyway, I had somebody. So you can just scroll down. It's got tons of stuff on it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, guys, check us out on on Twitter. Things underscore nine. Uh, got a lot of good information. Old podcasts. Just you name it. It's on there. But um. So where I was going with that, I got a message about an hour ago saying, "Hey, um, the sober hike for tomorrow, you know, is you know we're doing it earlier. So get tied into this because we have a, I have a ton of people. Who is it? What is it called? It's just big things. Not it's right oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Who, you're telling me it's a group that's going hiking? Oh no, I, that was something random. I just have, there's a lot of groups that are tied to this. So oh, okay. an announcement that comes up, I see you see it on here if you follow it. Oh okay. Yeah. So like. Like, look, there's me and Eric. Let me see here. I mean, we do. We've been going on for a while here. Like this. Look, it's got our it's got our Venmo details on there. So if anybody oh, wants to yeah, there wants, you go. Wants to make a donation, yeah. five, five, ten bucks. Yeah, um, that's important. Hit us up on Venmo, guys. It's just at at Big Things Nine at Big Things Nine, uh, and that's on Venmo. Any donation, the smallest helps. You know. Um, so yeah, we really appreciate that. And yeah, well, hopefully the podcast was good and they got some yeah. stuff people yeah liked it. I don't know. I can't even think about what we, what we <laughs> talked about. It was it was a good podcast. That's always we a talked good about. Thing. Yeah, we it's talked about Buddhism. Yeah, we talked about Buddhism a little bit. We talked about politics. Yes, so not we did good with the politics. Try to, on this one. Try to not talk too much about that. It's too, <laughs> it's too heavy right now. Yeah, it is. I want to take that's my New Year's resolution. Honestly, that's a good idea. Seriously, dude. just like. Let it go, man. Like, gotta let go of that trouble. It just causes too much tension. Yep. No, I agree. I think that's like I'm tired of like what it does. It creates lines and divisions, and it does. Are you left wing or right wing? Are you liberal or conservative? Yep. Yep. I think everybody's a little bit of both. Can't we be a little bit of both? Like some things I'm conservative. Yeah. Some things I'm liberal. (laughs) We took that on top of the mountain. <laughs> That's Photoshop. Yeah, I know it's Photoshopped. So anyway, yeah. Happy New Year's, everybody. I hope you have a great year. Stay sober. Yeah. Happy New Year's, uh, guys. And uh, get to brush your teeth. See you in a couple of days. <laughs>